the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, greetings from All Saints Episcopal Church in Fort Worth, Texas. It is Sunday, August 16th in the year of our Lord 2020. The Holy Eucharist, Rite 1, will begin shortly. To participate most fully, you will want to open the service leaflet found at the link below. We have included in the leaflet the music and words for all the hymns, so if you would like to sing along, please do join in. As before, we will administer Holy Communion at the West Circle Drive of the Church at 5001 Crestline Road. Today, Communion will be from 9.30 to 10 a.m., weather permitting. We begin the Holy Eucharist with an organ prelude, the hymn, We the Lord's People. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be His kingdom, now and forever. Amen. 
Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. Glory be to God on high. God, who has given thy only Son to be unto us both a sacrifice for sin and also an example of godly life. Give us grace that we may always most thankfully receive that his inestimable benefit, and also daily endeavor ourselves to follow the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Keep justice and do righteousness, for soon my salvation will come, and my deliverance will be revealed. And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to minister to him to love the name of the Lord, and to be his servants, everyone who keeps the Sabbath, 
and does not profane it, and holds fast my covenant, these I will bring to my holy mountain, and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. Now I am speaking to you Gentiles. Inasmuch then as I am an apostle to the Gentiles, I magnify my ministry in order to make my fellow Jews jealous, and thus save some of them. For if their rejection means the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance mean but life from the dead? For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Just as you were once disobedient to God, but now have received mercy because of their disobedience, so they have now been disobedient in order that by the mercy shown to you, they also may receive mercy. For God has consigned all men to disobedience, that he may have mercy upon all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory be to thee, O Lord. Jesus withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and cried, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely possessed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not fair to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desired. And her daughter was healed instantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Are you troubled? Troubled by the pandemic? By the economy? prospect of in-class school starting? Perhaps you need a bit of respite from the troubling world out there. So you tune in to the church's podcast worship today and settle in and prepare yourself to hear something that soothes your troubled soul. But Jesus doesn't seem to deliver. Not today. We are troubled even more by what Jesus says and does in today's gospel. Jesus calls a Canaanite woman a dog, a foreign woman who comes to him for help for her ailing daughter. He does not sound kind. He does not sound welcoming. And we are troubled and ask, why? Why does Jesus do that? We are troubled because Jesus comes off as rude, condescending, bigoted, and even downright mean. The woman whom he treats this way is not a Jew like Jesus. She is a Canaanite, a descendant of the native indigenous people of Palestine, whom the Israelites killed and scattered over a thousand years before during their conquest of the Holy Land. She is, in the eyes of Jews of Jesus' day, a pagan, a non-believer, someone to be despised. At first, Jesus ignores her, acts as if he doesn't hear her or see her. Then Jesus says, I have been sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, not to such as this woman. For me to help her, for me to waste my time with her, would be like taking the children's food and throwing it to the dogs. Wow! Folks, Jesus' behavior in this story is very, very troubling to us today. And at the very least, it ought to make us think through how we treat people who are outcasts, people who don't conform to our notion of what is acceptable, normal, people who are alien to our culture and our values. I suspect each of us has, at times, treated poorly the disenfranchised and marginalized of society. Perhaps some of us have even been treated like that by others. I've mentioned to you before my grandmother, Fanny. 
Grandma Fanny was a Jew born in Eastern Europe. She came to the United States in the early 20th century as a young woman not knowing a lick of English. She looked and sounded very odd to most 20th century Americans, and she was not always treated kindly. In fact, occasionally she was treated not unlike the way Jesus treats the Canaanite woman in today's gospel reading. So, what are we to make of this story and of Jesus' behavior? Well, here is one way of understanding Jesus' troubling behavior, not the only possibility, but certainly one possibility. It is this. Jesus behaves toward this woman in the expected way back then, the normative way for a pious first-century Jewish male, the way Jesus, all male, all Jewish disciples, expected him to behave. Don't mix with non-believers. Don't talk with women. Don't interact with foreigners. Stick with our own kind. So the way Jesus treats this woman in the first half of the story, though shocking to us, was not shocking to his disciples. Jesus' behavior toward this woman is, at first, what his first-century Jewish disciples would have expected. At first, Jesus does what he's supposed to do, perhaps, perhaps so that he can eventually knock down his disciples' misunderstanding of his mission. In the latter part of the story, Jesus turns their normative behavior upside down. He, a man, talks to her, a woman. He, a Jew, grants her a Canaanite's petition. He, the Son of God, heals her daughter, who, as it turns out, is a child of God, too. That is what is so shocking to them. Not the rude way Jesus treats her, but that he does the unexpected Jesus actually throws bread to a person the disciples consider a dog. And after Jesus' death and resurrection, in the early church composed exclusively of Jews, when they heard this story, they must have said, Oh, we were mistaken. We thought the Messiah came just for us Jews. We thought the gospel was just for us, our kind. But Jesus shows them in this miracle story that God's mission in the world is much larger than just a mission to the Jews. And the early church needed to offer the gospel to a larger world than that tiny Jewish sect in Jerusalem. The church needed to take the gospel to people they thought were way beyond the pale. And Jesus demonstrates that by first acting as they would have expected, and then reversing that. And the epiphany Jesus brings about with his initial harsh words and subsequent acceptance of the Canaanite woman told his initial audience and tells us today something very, very important. In this interaction with the Canaanite woman, Jesus tells us that God loves all people, there are no insiders, no outsiders, no haves and have-nots when it comes to God's love. And this truth should not have been a surprise to first-century Jews who knew their scriptures. For instance, today's first lesson from Isaiah, God says this, I will bring also foreigners to my holy mountain. My house shall be a house of prayer for all people. 
And Jesus knew the scriptures. Jesus knew that God was gathering to himself all people, Jews and non-Jews, because God loves all. Paul writes in the epistle today that we are all outcasts, all disobedient, and so God will have mercy upon us all. In Jesus' time and for Jesus' people, a Canaanite woman was about as outcast as one could get. Every generation sees some people as others and puts them under the table to fight for scraps. Many today could make a long list of people whom some think are beyond the pale, whom some think are not fully human and be treated as such. As incredulous as it seems, for some, that might be women. For some, that might be black people. For some, that might be Muslims. For some, that might be impoverished immigrants and refugees. And for some in the world, that might be Americans, regardless of their sex, their creed, their color, their economic status, their sexual orientation, just Americans in general. In this story, in this encounter, Jesus shatters his disciples' blindness of the scope of his mission, God's mission in the world, by at first acting in accordance with, then by acting contrary to the expected social and religious norms of his disciples' day back then. But what about today? How might this story affect us, his disciples, today? I wonder... I wonder what Jesus might be turning upside down for us. I wonder if Jesus might be calling us to change what we believe about who is in and who is out, who should be kept out, and who should be kicked out. I wonder if Jesus might be calling us to change how we act, how we behave. I wonder if Jesus might be telling us that we are never to judge others as beyond the pale, that we are never to ignore those who don't fit our demographic, that we are always to remember that the love of God and the gospel of Christ always has been and always should be for all, not for some, but for all, and that we should be troubled deeply troubled when it isn't. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue with the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven by the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again 
in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above, for the loving kindness of God, and for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the world, for the welfare of the Holy Church of God, and for the unity of all peoples, let us pray to the Lord. For our bishop and for all the clergy and people, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our president, for the leaders of the nations, and for all in authority, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this city, for every city and community, and for those who live in them, let us pray to the Lord. For seasonable weather and for an abundance of the fruits of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For the good earth which God has given us and for the wisdom and will to conserve it, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For those who travel on land, on water, in the air, or through outer space, let us pray to the Lord. For the aged and infirm, for the widowed and orphans, and for the sick and the suffering, let us pray to the Lord. Lord for those in the armed forces, medical emergency and relief workers, and for all in harm's way, let us pray to the Lord. Lord for those on our parish prayer list, let us pray to the Lord. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for prisoners, captives, refugees, and all displaced persons, and for all who remember and care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. For all who have died in the hope of the resurrection, and for all the departed, let us pray to the Lord. For deliverance from all danger, violence, oppression, and degradation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord that we may end our lives in faith and hope, without suffering and without reproach, let us pray to the Lord. Lord in the communion of the ever-blessed Virgin Mary and of all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and all our life to Christ our God. To thee, o Lord, our God. 
Lord, hear the prayers of thy people. And what we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to the glory of thy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men, we acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed by thought, word, and deed against thy divine majesty provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be always with you. And with thy spirit. Good morning and welcome to All Saints Episcopal Church in Fort Worth, Texas. I commend to you our e-gazette, which you can access by clicking the link under announcements in the leaflet, labeled View Our Newsletter. If you're interested in learning more about All Saints and perhaps joining, please use one of the links in the service leaflet, one of which takes you to our website and the other which initiates an email to our staff. We are planning on distributing Holy Communion today at the West Circle Drive of the church, weather permitting. That will be from 9.30 to 10 o'clock this morning. This is a drive-through communion, so please do not get out of your cars. Please join us this afternoon for Evensong, which is evening prayer chanted. We will make that available today from 4 p.m. onwards. We continue to worship daily on this podcast site with morning prayer and evening prayer. Morning prayer is now available a bit earlier at about 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday, and evening prayer also a bit earlier at about 4 p.m. seven days a week. That's right here on this podcast site, so please join us as you are able. Again, welcome to all saints. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up unto the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is very meet, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto Thee. O Lord, Holy Father, almighty, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who on the first day of the week overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection, open to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, All glory be to thee, O Lord, our God, for that thou didst create heaven and earth and didst make us in thine own image. And of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to take our nature upon him and to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption. He made there a full and perfect sacrifice for the whole world and did institute and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks to thee, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, we thy people do celebrate and make 
with these thy holy gifts, which we now offer unto thee, the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make. Having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension, and looking for his coming again with power and great glory. And we most humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us, and with thy word and Holy Spirit to bless and sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may be unto us the body and blood of thy dearly beloved Son, Jesus Christ. And we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, whereby we offer and present unto thee, O Lord, ourselves, our souls and bodies. Grant, we beseech thee, that all who partake of this holy communion may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son, Jesus Christ, and be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction. And also that we and all thy whole church may be made one body with him, that he may dwell in us and we in him. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, by whom and with whom and in whom, in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father almighty, world without end. And now, as our Savior Christ hath taught us, we are bold to say, Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Weather permitting, Holy Communion will be distributed today at the West Circle Drive of the Church on 5001 Crestline Road from 9.30 to 10 a.m. If you are coming in for Holy Communion, please use the pause button now and resume after receiving the sacrament. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank thee for that thou dost feed us in these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members incorporate 
in the mystical body of thy Son, the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom. And we humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as thou hast prepared for us to walk in. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.